I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. It's that time of the year when Bollywood superstar Salman Khan gives us a blockbuster Eid release. His new film, Kisi Ka Bhai Kisi Ki Jaan, is set to release in theaters in just a few days. And look, we usually don't talk about upcoming movie releases in this podcast, but a lot is at stake depending on whether Kisi Ka Bhai Kisi Ki Jaan is going to be a successful release or not. Especially since mainstream Bollywood is witnessing a dry, dry spell. Now remember that this is going to be Salman's first proper e theatrical release in four years because his last movie Antim wasn't an e release and Radhe had to be postponed because of COVID and it eventually had a digital and a very limited theatrical release. So Salman will have to go big or go home. And the thing is, right now Bollywood is going through an introspective moment because of repeated box office failures and plummeting revenues. It seems. Simply having big names won't make the cut. Audience tastes and expectations are changing, and A-listers aren't magnetic enough to draw crowds anymore. Be it an Amir Khan film or Akshay Kumar's Ranveer Singh or Shahid Kapoor's, a series of Bollywood releases flopped in 2022, while regional cinema, especially in the southern states, are roaring with success. Further, a Mint report also says that production houses are taking cautious steps now. They have put new projects on hold. They're taking the time to greenlight new movies. They're also reassessing star fees. There's just a lot of uncertainty in Bollywood. So you get the big fuss around Salman's new film. The last mainstream Hindi film that managed to ram through box office records was, of course, Pathan. It was Shah Rukh Khan's comeback film, and the king of Bollywood delivered in how. But look, Salman has also been a king in his own turf. He is the king of Eid releases. Advance bookings have opened up for his upcoming film, and reports suggest that the initial trends look good. Seats are filling up fast. Now we don't have any predictions or analysis yet for how the movie will fare, but if we go by his past Eid blockbusters, Salman has a good track record. As entertainment website Koimoi points out, Salman's Eid release trend had started with a 2009 release, Wanted, which brought in rupees 64 crores in box office collections. Subsequently, he's had nine more Eid releases, and going by just numbers, almost all of them have earned well. I mean, Bajrangi Bhaijan and Sultan alone have raked in around rupees six twenty crores. Altogether, Salman's Eid releases have brought in as much as rupees one thousand nine hundred and two crores. Will the Eid charm work for him this time around? I guess we'll just have to go watch the movie to know. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury, and this is the deep dive for 18th April 2023. If you're tired of the same old search results, brace yourself for a major transformation in the world of online search. Google is ready to kick things up a notch by integrating artificial intelligence into the search engine, as reported by the New York Times. Okay, let's take an example for more context. So, let's say you are planning to go to Bali and you need an itinerary for the trip. I mean, you can ask those old-fashioned search engines, but all they'll give you are those boring, overused results like 
visit the beaches or 10 things to do in Bali. But if you hit up an AI-powered search engine, it's like having your own personal travel guide. You can ask it for a customized Bali itinerary and get recommendations that fit your vibe, your budget and your timeline. And that's exactly what the tech giant is aiming at. But what exactly is Google even working on? The Times obtained some documents which reveal that Google is working on a project called Magi, which involves improving its search engine to provide a highly personalized experience that anticipates customers' requirements. The report also suggests that Google's Magi project attempts to keep its cash cow of search ads alive by merging them into tailored search results that suit customers' wants. But here's how Magi will work. The documents indicate that the system will incorporate AI technology to learn users' preferences based on their search history and offer a more conversational and intuitive search experience. It would provide users with pre-selected options for objects to purchase, research, or other types of information. But Google isn't just stopping at updating its search engine. They've got a whole list of AI-related projects that they're working on. Want to use Google Earth with AI technology? They're on it. Want to search for music through a chatbot? Yep, they're working on that too. They are even creating a tool called GFI, which will generate images, and a language-teaching AI chatbot called Tivoli Tutor. Plus, it's soon planning to launch Search Along, which is a chatbot that users can ask questions to while browsing the internet. And now you must be wondering, why is Google in such a hurry? Well, because Samsung could potentially jump ship and opt for Microsoft Bing as its default search engine. Now, of course, the thought of losing its sweet 3 billion contract with Samsung sent Google into a panic. But Google's not just making changes for the sake of money. They've been a dominant player, as we know, in the search engine industry for nearly 25 years. And now they're incorporating AI to take things to the next level. By doing so, they're hoping to improve the search experience for users and maintain their position as a leader in the field. However, ironically, Google is doubling down on AI products while Sundar Pichai, the CEO of Alphabet and Google, has expressed concerns about the possible negative consequences of AI if it's not used properly. Speaking of which, Google is not the only one diversifying its offerings. Microsoft is also eyeing the potential of chat GPT AI to revolutionize its digital advertising arm. According to the Wall Street Journal, Microsoft has been experimenting with placing ads with Bing chat responses since February. This means that during the pilot phase, users will intermittently encounter ads. But how is it planning to incorporate ads exactly? Well, in the world of digital advertising, traditionally advertisers bid for the opportunity to display their links in search results after users type in their queries. These ad-based results are typically displayed at the top of the pages with a label like ad or sponsored. You must have spotted that. However, Microsoft is actually taking a different approach with its Bing chat feature, which provides conversational responses and links to web pages. While some of these links may lead to paid ads, they aren't marked as that in the chat itself. Instead, users can simply hover over the link to see if it's a paid ad as the ad icon will appear in a pop-up. Plus, during an interview with the Wall Street Journal, Kia Sainsbury Carter, who leads Microsoft's digital advertising arm, explained that the company plans to utilize this technology to help customers become more productive in an era where there is a need to accomplish more with fewer resources. Microsoft aims to boost not only the return on advertising investment, but also the return on time invested in using the platforms. So ultimately, all this brings us to the question, who will emerge as the dominant player in the world of AI-powered search engines? Now, 
it's possible that Google's move towards AI-powered search engine could give them a serious leg up in the search engine game, especially with their AI-based tools and advertising along with a boatload of training data. Google might be able to edge out its competitors like Microsoft's Bing. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Share this podcast with your friends and family. We'd also love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was written, researched and produced by me, Shorbury and Manaspini. Edited by Venkat Anand. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.